We are live for the first time in the city of brotherly love, none other than Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, broadcasting from and hanging out in the WWDB 860 AM studios. You are tuning in to the first official episode of the Health Coach Ev Show, where we are leveling the playing field around physical and mental health. What does that mean exactly? Well, that's what we'll be getting into today. By the way, I'm your host, Evan Transu, a.k.a., you probably guessed it, Health Coach Ev. You can find me or reach out at www.evantransu.com. To celebrate our first time on the air, we have a commercial-free episode for you today. In addition, I have some absolutely incredible guests that will be hopping on with us in the near future, including a psychotherapist who resolved breast cancer naturally, who will actually be on the show next week sharing her story. But what about today? Today I'd like to do things a bit differently. I want to connect with the people out there who this show is truly for. What do you think about when I say things like mental health challenges, or chronic illness, or depression, or autoimmune disease, or even something like cancer. For many of us, these things can bring up some memories or emotions that aren't so pleasant. And while I haven't personally been through all of these things, I've definitely been through some of them. And of those that have spared me directly, I've certainly been affected indirectly. I'm guessing that many of you listening can relate all too well. Perhaps these are things that you think about only when you have to go to your latest checkup at your doctor's. Or perhaps these are things that consume your daily life. I started out in the first boat and eventually involuntarily jumped ship into the other. In fact, from a very young age, I seemed to always have something going on health-wise. I experienced full-blown panic attacks as young as five years old. I started breaking out with acne at age nine. Persistent headaches and even migraines were things that happened often enough. My stomach certainly didn't feel great, and there was no toilet that was safe from being clogged. It sounds funny, and to a degree, it is. But the fact that I was doing that was actually a sign of a larger problem going on within my body. Over time, these things got worse and worse. Stronger and more abundant symptoms became present, and although there were plenty of things that I was dealing with, especially in the area of mental health, that made me feel isolated... I do recall asking myself something one day while sitting in my high school science class. I didn't know it back then, but that simple question I asked myself would end up being the foundation for my passion in this life. That question was, why is everyone sick? And to be clear about what I mean by sick, I don't mean that everyone was walking around with the common cold or flu. What I was referring to was the fact that the majority of the people I knew had something wrong with their health. It didn't matter if they were my age or much older than me. Whether they were overweight or had skin issues, sinus issues, allergies, digestive disturbances, insomnia, anxiety, depression, aches and pains, fatigue, it didn't matter. The underlying theme was that most people I knew were living at a suboptimal level of health. I wonder to myself, how could that be? How would humans have ever survived in the wild with all of these ailments, let alone thrive the way we humans have, going on to do things that no other animal could even imagine? What exactly was I missing? I knew I couldn't just write this off as old age, as in the average person living longer, because, again, many of the young adults and teens I knew had plenty of health complications. 
And I definitely knew it wasn't due to a lack of advances in medicine. No, I was blessed enough to grow up in a beautiful suburb of Philadelphia where we had access to great doctors and the latest technologies. What could it be then? Meanwhile, I was now at a point where I was suffering greatly with my own health. By the time I was in high school, I had acne that was worse than 99% of the kids I went to school with. I was constantly fatigued and almost always had digestive distress. I dealt with panic disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, and eventually major depressive disorder. My sinuses felt as if they were always 75% clogged, and many days I felt like I was a teenager in a 90-year-old body. Because many of the symptoms that I dealt with were so common, I completely failed to recognize that there was nothing normal about them. The worst part? At the time, there weren't any obvious rhymes or reason as to why I was dealing with these problems. I mean, sure, I dealt with issues growing up sometimes with friends, family, and at school, but I wouldn't consider any of those things to be too far out of the norm with what the average person tends to deal with growing up. Let's fast forward a couple of years. I'd find myself in both a mental and physical health crisis worse than I could have ever imagined between 2013 and 2014. I became a person that I no longer recognized, and I lost all of my ambition as well as my zest for life. I was doing things that, at the time, I felt that I had no control over. It was like I was watching someone in the third person live my life for me. Through this process, I'm embarrassed to admit I treated most of the people in my life with little to no respect, all while treating myself even worse. All in the span of one year, I was arrested and put into a juvenile detention facility, kicked out of my high school, spent my 18th birthday on house arrest, and was told that I had a, quote, incurable disease called Meniere's disease that was causing extreme bouts of vertigo as well as other symptoms. Now, what if I told you that I later discovered that all of these things were actually entirely connected? That one actually could not have existed without the others? Would you believe me? Several years back, I don't think I would have seen any connection whatsoever between these things. What I eventually found, though, is that my mental health issues, behavioral issues, and physical health issues were all deeply connected. And while I would never use my health issues to justify my actions or the poor decisions that I made, I will say that once I made the connection, I realized it would be just as ignorant to say that my young life would still have turned out the way it did had I not been dealing with these issues. If these things were, in fact, connected, wouldn't that mean that resolving one of the issues could potentially lead to the resolution or reduction in severity of the other issues as well? As luck would have it, it certainly did mean that, and I'm thankful to be able to say that is precisely what happened. Shortly after the mess I got myself into towards the ends of high school, I began to want changes in my life. I didn't like the results I was getting, and I knew in my heart that this way of living couldn't continue, health issues or not. Something had to change. Ralph Waldo Emerson has a quote that says, Once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Frankly, I have no idea as to whether or not that is true. But it sure felt that way once I decided enough was enough. I was invited to come out to a sales event by a guy who I barely knew. I actually declined his invitation two separate times before finally showing up on the third. I am so lucky that guy was persistent. At the sales event, I was introduced to some of the coolest people I had ever met. 
people that I am fortunate enough to call friends to this day. Although I could go on and on about these individuals, it wasn't just them or their presence that matters for this particular story. What matters is the products that they were selling. The company they sold for was in the health and wellness space. They had a multivitamin formula that was put into all of their products, and the other products included things like protein blends, sports recovery formulas, and energy drinks without all of the junk you'd find in the ones at your local convenience store. Initially, I was excited about this company primarily to get other areas of my life under control that weren't related to health. I saw an opportunity to develop my mindset and confidence, be around positive influences, and maybe make a few dollars or two if I was lucky. I wouldn't have ever guessed that I was about to jump on the first stepping stone towards better health. After joining the company, I went all in. Our core group of salesmen and women were meeting up almost every single day, planning our futures and selling the products. But what else do you think we were doing a lot of given that we were together so much and constantly running sales meetings? We were using an abundance of the products ourselves. Time flew by, and before I knew it, I had developed the habit of consuming multiple servings of these multivitamin-infused products on a daily basis. I also noticed that, for the first time in a long time, I felt great mentally. I didn't feel depressed, I wasn't having constant panic attacks, and I didn't need substances to get through the day. Life was truly going well. I didn't tie these two things together initially. My problems with mental health challenges had been so real and had happened for such a long period of time, these were problems that medications couldn't even fix. Because of this, it never dawned on me that my mental health challenges were being supported by taking some random supplements. Like all good things, though, our sales journey came to an abrupt halt. People had to go back to college, and the group slowly started to split. Again, we all remained amazing friends, but our friendship did not revolve around the company anymore. However, as any good salesperson would, I had a ton of products sitting at my house. So I kept using them over the course of a couple of months until there were none left. Within a few weeks of running out, I finally made the connection. I remember coming home from my job and just going up to my room. I'd lay on my bed and just watch TV for hours until I had to wake up again and do the same thing all over. I actually enjoyed my job overall, and it was a fantastic opportunity. I had all these new friends, and my life was on a much better trajectory than it had been just a year and a half ago. There was no reason I should have felt like this. Was it possible that nutrients played a role in mental health issues? It seems reasonable enough, but this was definitely not a discussion I ever had with my doctor. If that was, a powerful of a if that, was that powerful of a therapy, surely we would have talked about this, right? For one reason or another, another, I can't say that we did. This fact was particularly discouraging after doing my research and discovering that there were tons of studies and anecdotal reports showing the benefits of nutraceuticals for mental health issues. It was so validating to find these things because I knew what I had experienced couldn't be a placebo. No one told me that when I took these supplements, my mental health issues would suddenly get better. There was zero expectation or thought of that happening. Having read the studies, I knew I had to be onto something here. I dived headfirst down the rabbit hole of natural healing. It made me wonder, what else was I missing? What about my stomach issues? What about the severe cystic acne I had developed? The sinus issues? The quote, incurable Meniere's disease? 
Was there a limit on how far this could go? I started using myself as an experiment. My first challenge, eat an all-organic, low-sugar diet for 30 days. Pretty cool at 19 years old. I was shocked to find that my energy level shot through the roof. I was becoming happier. And to my amazement, my acne that I had tried every pill and cream for started to get better. Without exaggeration, I'd say my skin cleared up 60 to 70% in that first month. And if you know what my starting point was, you know that was literally a life-changing experience. You can see pictures of this on my website or on my social media. www.evantransu.com is the website at evantransu on Instagram and Facebook for social. I became so excited about this topic that my mom suggested I check out a certification program she had seen. We decided to be my version of college and I went for it. All of a sudden, that lazy student I had appeared to be in high school was not so lazy anymore. I was finishing the modules nearly as quickly as they came out and was spending my Friday and Saturday nights doing research and studying. A true passion had developed and I hope it's obvious by the tone of my voice that this is a passion that never died down. Nevertheless, despite my eagerness to learn, my constant studying, and my willingness to experiment, I realized the longer I was on this path that natural healing wasn't as glamorous as it sounded. Sure, I've heard stories of and even met people where a few dietary changes turned their whole life around. Unfortunately for me, that wasn't the case. I was extremely grateful to have made the progress that I did with my health, but I became stagnant around the 75-80% to mark. What I mean is, it felt like once I restored my health approximately 80% of the way, that last 20% was just impossible to get to budge. Thankfully, 80% was all I needed. That was more than enough validation to show me this route was the answer to my problems. What could I possibly do, though, that I hadn't already done? This is where things get a bit crazy. (laughs) Listen, the last thing I want to do is promote any stereotypes, but I've talked to a lot of people about this. And it seems that it holds true. People on the East Coast tend to think that the hippies live on the West Coast. But that's not a bad thing. You see, with my limited scope at the time, I thought it was only the hippies who knew about natural medicine. These were superstars in my book. What was the next logical step then? Well, convince my best friend to pack up his bags with me on short notice and head out to California from Pennsylvania with no real plan and about $1,200 combined. What are best friends for, after all? Just a few short weeks after arriving in California, I'd meet the exact person that my intuition was out there to find, a lady named Jen Maleka. Jen was giving a presentation to a group of people in the back of a coffee shop in the heart of San Diego, California. She talked all about the health complications she had dealt with in her life, with the one that stuck out most notably to me being the fact that she was diagnosed with skin cancer at only 26 years old. By the time I found her in this coffee shop, though, she looked anything but unhealthy. Jen was moving around with tons of energy, her complexion was vibrant, and she was rattling off health and science jargon like it was nothing. I needed to know what she knew. So that's what I did. (laughs) Jen was nice enough to grab lunch with me, and she talked to me about her many different certifications. The main one, though, was one that taught individuals how to analyze functional lab work to find healing opportunities for their clients, in addition to helping them use natural healing modalities to restore their body. I was sold. I completed that certification several years ago, and I always attribute it to being one of the best things I've done for my health overall. I feel that, had I done that sooner, I could have saved myself a lot of time that I spent on some of my earlier experiments. 
Hey, better late than never, right? Looking back, I would not change a thing. And this is why I'm here today. This discovery that my health issues were all interconnected and that to truly heal them, I'd have to stop focusing on the symptoms themselves is the driving force behind my becoming a professional speaker, a functional health coach, an author, and apparently a radio broadcaster. As far as I'm concerned, all of these serve the same purpose. So we go back to the slogan of this show, leveling the playing field around physical and mental health. And again, we ask, what exactly does that mean? It means that I believe everyone should have a right to know both sides of healthcare. It means people in the natural health space should not underplay the miracles that Western medicine has brought us, nor should Western medicine ignore the equally miraculous results lifestyle changes have brought to those dealing with very serious chronic health issues. Leveling the playing field means having all of the options and information. I couldn't care less whether you choose to take a pill, a targeted vitamin, or both for your mental health issues. I couldn't care less whether you choose to go to a dermatologist, change your diet around, or do both when addressing cystic acne. And I certainly couldn't care less as to whether or not you choose to address chronic health issues by going to your local MD, a functional health practitioner such as myself, or if you go to one right after the other to get the best of both worlds. That last statement is key. The best of both worlds. Given the option, I found that most people would like to do things with a little mix of both modalities when addressing health complications. But that isn't what happens, is it? No, what has happened instead is that we've allowed a system to be built that does not have an interest in leveling the playing field at all. I have no idea whether this is intentional or unintentional, but I have a hunch that if we tracked all the way up to the people who run these systems, that we would find it to be a little more intentional than we'd like to believe. I don't mean this in a way that is suggestive of some deep or crazy conspiracy theory. What I speak about is much more practical and obvious. It's things like the lawsuits certain major companies have against them for hiding studies that were unfavorable to the product they were producing. What were the consequences when this was discovered and proven years later? Paid off. A small fee to pay, mind you, compared to the billions of dollars that were made off the lie. It's things like certain companies getting successfully sued over and over again throughout multiple decades, but their products still dominating the market. And it's things like the fact that these same companies have used their power and influence to get their former executives and lawyers into positions of power in the United States government. Not a conspiracy theory, folks. Facts. And let's tell it like it is. Without you going on your favorite search engine and looking these things up, you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I encourage you to look these, up, or look these things up for the record. Here's some of the other things that you don't know that you probably should. Did you know that the USA is one of only two countries around the world, the other being New Zealand, that allows direct-to-consumer pharmaceutical advertising? Did you know that nearly 50% of Americans have supposedly incurable chronic disease? Did you know that 25% of American students will deal with a diagnosable mental health issue this year alone, and who knows how much that's gone up with the pandemic? Did you know that a whopping 40% of people will be diagnosed with cancer at some point during their lifetime? Did you know that the rates of cancer are going up in children, but only in developed countries? Did you know that the population's life expectancy is going down for the first time in recorded history despite having the most advanced medicine we've ever had? And one that is especially close to my heart. 
Did you know that from the years 1999 to 2016, the rates of suicide went up in every single state except one? That was Nevada by 1%. The state that went up the most was North Dakota by 57%. And this isn't a stat from hippiesrus.com. This is right from the CDC's website. Most of these states are well over a 15 to 20% increase. So when people tell me mental health issues aren't going up, we're just getting better at diagnosing it. Tell me this, how do you misdiagnose suicide? And this is where the line gets drawn from me. When people ask why I care so much about this stuff or look at me as if I'm somehow strange for being so obsessed, I realize they simply don't get it yet. I'm an extremely passionate guy in person. Most times, my passion appears to come from a place of positivity and love, as it should. This is not a fake persona by any means, but I admit that it fails to show the side of my passion that comes from deep-rooted pain and a widespread caring for humanity. My passion comes from having watched people that are very close to me, whether friends or family, suffer greatly with things I now believe or know to be avoidable. I've seen these people go from not getting proper diagnoses to being put on lifelong medications, to having organs removed from their bodies while never once being told to do something as simple as changing their damn diet. My passion comes from all the needless fights that were had between myself and old relationships I've been involved in. Fights that were likely the result of two people whose brains were totally fried from our modern world, but were too young and ignorant to recognize it. My passion comes from hearing all of these kids when I speak in a school. Yes, there are some who have been through the ringer in terms of traumas they've dealt with, but there are just as many who are just like me. I finished the presentation and I could see the fear and sadness in this teenager's soul as they somehow muster up the courage to come and talk to me, something I never would have had the courage to do if a speaker came to my school. Then they say the same thing that I've heard too many times. They say, I feel the same way that you described. I get anxious all of the time. I'm depressed and I've struggled with suicidal thoughts and I have a great life. I have no idea why I feel the way that I do. I've been working with a counselor, have tried different medications, but nothing works. What do I do? And I can't say anything even remotely useful to them in that setting. I want to show them so badly that there are other routes. But even if I could do that effectively, how does a kid practically implement that into their life without mom or dad's involvement? Without their school also promoting the same things? Even if they wanted to, most of them can't. My passion does not come from the problems that have affected me personally. It's not about some pimples or panic attacks. It's about the fact that I see so many other people suffering and I know that there is something they can do about it. But shifting that paradigm is such a hard thing to do. My mind has always been one to look at possibilities and see the big picture. So when I see injustices and imbalances when it comes to having a level playing field around physical and mental health, I don't just see the fact that the person doesn't know the full story. I see lives lost. I have had suicidal, suicidal ideations in my life. I have had moments where I was one more bad thought away from acting on those ideations. For me, those thoughts came from out-of-whack biochemistry due to health problems induced by the things that we are doing in our modern world. 
These were things that once I got the right information were 100,000% fixable. How many teens and adults out there didn't get so lucky? How many of them acted on those suicidal ideations? For me to ponder that there have been countless lives lost to these types of mental health challenges or physical health issue that was avoidable is haunting. This isn't all hopeless though, not at all. We need to make a difference together. I know it's not fair, but it may require you or a loved one taking responsibility for their health issues, even if those health issues aren't your fault or their fault. Fault and responsibility are not the same thing. It wasn't my fault that I dealt with panic disorder or depression, but it was my responsibility to start the process of healing. If you are a healthcare provider on either side of the playing field, you need to engage in honest conversation. My functional medicine friend, stop acting like Western medicine is some evil creation. My Western medicine friends, stop dismissing the positive things that are happening to those of us who had the guts to stray away from the beaten path when the beaten path failed us time and time again. I think those of us in healthcare could all benefit from giving a break to the other side. I sure know that in all my natural minded people or if all my natural minded people aren't going to be running to call me if they break their arm or leg. And likewise, I challenge my traditional allopathic-minded people to really think hard about what they would do if they were sick for years without getting results. Wouldn't you be willing to try something new? And if that new thing worked, wouldn't you shout it from the rooftops? There's a lot of work we have to do, but it all starts with us, with conversations just like this. One person embarks on a journey of healing, makes it to the other side, and then encourages another to do the same thing. I won't stop until this process has repeated enough times that, at the absolute least, every single person knows their options. It can be very scary and intimidating to go away from the crowd. I know that all too well. But it was so, so worth it. When we are healthy again, our lives are enriched. We are less prone to arguing with others. We don't feel stressed all of the time. We have the energy to do the things we love to do. Those benefits are what needs to be our main focus when we are attempting to heal. If I can do it, I promise you that you can do it too. Welcome to the Health Coach Ev Show, where we are leveling the playing field around physical and mental health. My friends, we are just getting started. If you'd like to write into the show, get connected, or just find out more about some of the topics we briefly touched on today, check me out at www.evantransu.com or at evantransu on all social media platforms. Perhaps you are ready to embark on the journey of healing yourself. You've known in your gut for some time that the health complications that you or your child are dealing with just don't add up. If that sounds like you, you're in good company. Again, go to www.evantransu.com and hit the health coaching tab to schedule a time to chat. I'd love to either work with you or help guide you in the direction of some better suited or someone better suited for your needs. That's all for today, folks. God bless you guys. And please never give up trying to heal. I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in.